0: Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Thursday, March 17th, 2022, St. Patrick's Day. So do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? What do you do? Are you wearing your green socks, your green shirt, green underwear? What is it? Or maybe you're eating some corned beef or maybe a shepherd's pie. Let me know because, hey, for me today, I'm actually off from work. Kids uh, and the wife, you know, got to work, got to go to school. Um, So I'm going to be hanging out a little bit today, but I do actually have to go for a voice evaluation uh, It's kind of a follow-up to my surgery. So I'm kind of interested in how that's going to go. And you can hear my dog barking in the background. He's very excited for St. Patrick's Day today. But we have some fun things to talk about here on the podcast with the uh, new Ms. Marvel trailer, uh, as well as a new... Uh, A new uh, I'm not going to call it a trailer or anything, but it's a nice little sit-down discussing Bethesda's big RPG upcoming Starfield. We're going to talk about all that. But before we do, as always, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at MarkTurk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show at TheEnthusedLife at gmail.com. So let's jump into this Ms. Marvel trailer. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm not somebody who's read all the Ms. Marvel comics. I mean, I've kind of dabbled in some here or there, um, especially that, that kind of initial run. I read a couple of those. I know her more from probably like many of you um, – the Avengers video game. I mean, that story was very much focused around her. And, you know, if anything, I think that for many people is going to be their Ms. Marvel, that story um, in terms of her family life and just kind of the, the way she uh, reacts to things in that. And so far from what I've seen in this teaser, really looks like they're nailing a lot of that. I mean, obviously she has the classic, uh, you know, red and blue outfit that we know her from. Um, I've even actually, now I'm thinking about it, I even know her from, uh, there was some some animated – there was like an animated movie and a couple shorts they put out that had like Spider-Gwen and that over on Disney. And I remember watching those with my daughter, and she was, she was a part of that as well. Um, but uh, everything about this trailer, I don't know. It's like – it seems like it's going to be super, super fun. You know, We see all these trailers for all these Marvel shows, and I mean the perfect example right now is Moon Knight or just what? less than two weeks away from moon Knight now. And it just looks very dark and very serious and action packed for when you watch the trailer for Ms. Marvel. um, It starts out very comic booky where you're seeing uh, thought bubbles and speech bubbles and kind of the paneling kind of all around it. Kind of reminds me of, if you've ever seen the diary of a wimpy kid movies kind of has that feel to it almost. But I think that's for the, for the better, right? My, my daughter actually watching this. I mean, she's going to be 13 soon. Um, thought it looked cool, you know, it's something that she would watch, you know, that would be on like Amazon Prime or on Netflix. It's just one of those, there's, there's a lot of shows kind of um, geared like that towards like teenagers that Disney puts out and that. And this show, not that I'm saying it's not geared for, you know, an older crowd, but they're, you could tell they're kind of really doubling down on that. And that's because of the character, who she is. Um, I think that's that's fantastic because if you're not familiar with the character, I mean, she is a super fan of superheroes. So she's always drawing the heroes and, and loves them all. And of course then stumbles into getting her own powers and becomes essentially one of them, um, trying to hide it from her parents. And you know, what's interesting, I think with this version of Ms. Marvel is it seems like they are going a little bit different with her abilities. Um, You know, for for those that kind of know her, we know her as being able to stretch, almost like Mister Fantastic, right, and become like you know a a giant sail or shoot her arms and do you know do all the kind of stretchy abilities that a a person with stretch superpowers would have. Where in this case, it looks like she comes across some sort of like cosmic bracelet or or like gauntlet, and that gives her the ability to kind of we see her at one point shooting like power bursts out of her fists. Um, We see her see her creating these like. Uh, steps on the ground that she's kind of walking across and then I think at one point you do kind of see like a a cosmic projection of a hand kind of shoot out so um, it seems like her abilities are kind of taking it in a different direction I saw a lot of speculation online of people saying well they're doing that because Mr. Fantastic we know is coming with the Fantastic Four and that could very much be the case and they don't want confusion between the two Um, but I, I don't know how much that's really, you know, the the cause of it, um, but I think you know having her come t- into it that way is neat, and we we know she's going to be a part of the Marvels movie, which is with Captain Marvel, and so that's really where I'm interested in more is where is how is this going to lead to that. You know, do we see a Brie Larson Captain Marvel in this at some point, maybe towards the end, and that's going to be that perfect link there? Um, Who's going to be the big bad in this? Like, what is the story of this going to be outside of her just coming into her own and getting her powers? And if anything from the previous Marvel series have told us, this trailer is probably like the maybe content from the first two, two or three episodes. So there's stuff we're not seeing here um, that we are going to get more of. And, um, that's exciting, you know, and, and I mean, I even mentioned Moon Knight. I mean, we're less than two weeks away from Moon Knight. There's been some early, um, reviews, previews of that, of Moon Knight. Some people have seen the first four episodes and they're saying it's unlike anything we've seen so far. So like we got a lot of great Marvel content coming cause this is launching, what was it June 6th? I think it's early June, uh, is when Ms. Marvel is coming. So it's like, we're, we're not too far away, um, from that now, uh, that, um, yeah, we just we just live in the time, and on top of that, we got Morbius comes out as well, April first, I believe. Which, um, you know what, as that gets closer, I, I'm getting a little bit more stoked for that. I mean, I'm somewhat hesitant. I don't think it's going to be this amazing, incredible movie, um, but with. You know Michael Keaton's character, kind of reprising that role, coming back with that, um, and then where that's going to tie into kind of the greater picture of, you know, down the line. We know there is a Craven movie kind of in the works. Obviously, we've had the two Venom movies. Like, what are we doing here, Sony, with with these characters? Um, I'm actually pretty interested in that so um we're gonna be definitely going to see that but go watch the miss marvel trailer if you haven't seen it yet um it, it looks great i'm really excited for it actually um i wasn't you know not to say that i never was or wasn't ever excited for it um but after seeing this now it looks like it's going to be a fun ride and i think that's what i'm excited for the most is just how much fun this movie um is going to be and and even even in between moon knight and Ms. Marvel, we got Doctor Strange coming too. So, God, there's just so much Marvel, Marvel stuff coming. Um, let's shift gears a little bit over to video games. As I mentioned, Bethesda put out a nice little kind of round table sit-down. was five or six minutes long talking about Starfield, which, of course, is their big game here. Um, their next big RPG, right? I mean, they obviously are, are known for Elder Scrolls and known for the Fallout series, uh, for kind of what they did and kind of reinventing that with Fallout 3. Well, now they're taking it to the full sci-fi extent with Starfield. Um, this game has been, you know, Pretty much known to exist for God, three or four years. I think about two years ago was when they kind of did the official unveiling at E three. Um, we got a nice little teaser, I guess, kind of in game engine reveal last year at at E three, and now we're slowly getting these like developer diaries coming out because it is launching uh, later this year, free on Game Pass, by the way. Um, but we in this video we saw Todd Howard, Emil Pagliarulo, a couple of other developers sitting down, um, just kind of discussing their goals with starfield and uh, one of the interesting things that they mention is that you know and they're right in this that a lot of the things that they've done in their games um, a lot of things in rpgs have kind of become staples right all rpgs you got you're always tweaking some stats and you're going into conversation wheels and that but some of the things have gotten lost and and they do mention that like some of the older games where they would get really deep into the backgrounds for the characters and making that matter or the you know, the, some of the stats and the traits that truly defined your character that really made a difference have kind of gone by the wayside. Not to say the games have gotten easy or anything like that, but it's like they've really streamlined a lot of that stuff. And it seems like with Starfield, they want to go back to some of that and they want to really make it more user friendly and kind of present it in a new way. And um, that's pretty exciting hearing them talk about it. And they even mention how, and I mean, every Bethesda game is like this, but they really want your decisions to matter. And, like, they bring up the idea of persuasion and things. I mean, those were kind of in, like, uh, Oblivion, or I think Morrowind, you know, had that, um, where you're able to, you know, if your stats are high enough, you can persuade and not have it just be, like, a black or white thing, like truly having a little bit of nuance to it. And that's exciting. And, you know, if anybody can do it, it's Bethesda. I mean, they're the ones that have kind of... That really pushed this early on, as these kind of open world um, Western RPGs were kind of coming out. And um, I'm really interested to see how that's going to work in this sci-fi setting, where they even mentioned the idea of like being a wanderer. And I think I I'm going to say it was maybe in the last Patreon episode I kind of talked with Matt Clark about this, or maybe maybe I'm kind of just not thinking of our conversation <laughs> in the way that I had this, uh, but. I, I, You know, one of my worries with Starfield is that all these planets and things that we're assuming we're going to be able to go to. And, I mean, they mentioned here you're able to wander and just explore all over. Like, I don't want it to feel empty because that was one of the things that Mass Effect Andromeda felt was, sure, you had these big open spaces on these planets you could go to. But there was nothing interesting within them. Where when you play a game like Mass Effect 2 or even Mass Effect 3, you go to these incredible planets and, sure, you're kind of gated in your little area that you can explore. But it was for the better because what you were doing there was interesting. I didn't feel like I needed to go somewhere else and explore and see if there was a little cave in this forest somewhere or whatever. Because what I was doing on the planet had immediacy and mattered and kept me engaged. And like I hope Starfield, if they're going to give us these big open areas – make them dense enough for us to be able to explore and make it interesting and like that's kind of my fear with the game is they may not be able to do that especially right now playing a game like elden ring that is so dense so packed with content um in the spaces that you're in that it's just it's kind of unbelievable and like for them to be able to do something in starfield like that um it's gonna take a lot so we'll see but you know hey this game's been in development for a while. Definitely gonna be there day one playing it, and I mean the beauty of it is, I already own it because I got Game Pass, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Although if it is really that good, chances are I probably will be buying the game, um, because I've just have pretty much purchased every Bethesda game since. But um, uh, one more quick video game thing here before we wrap up the episode is a kind of stealth law launched um, the game Tunic. Yesterday, I mean, maybe it was already known to be coming out. I, I wasn't aware that it was coming out this week. Um, but it hit day and date on Game Pass, which was the surprise yesterday. And if you're not familiar with Tunic, it's a game when you play like this little fox. It's like this little isometric game. But it's essentially inspired by Zelda, The Legend of Zelda. And more specifically, everybody's saying it's Zelda Linked to the Past. Um, I haven't played it yet. I'm hoping to kind of dip in and maybe give some impressions here uh, on the podcast in the coming days. Um But uh, it's a game that I had been looking forward to actually coming out. And again, Game Pass, day and date, day one. So if you have Game Pass PC or console, go check out Tunic. It really has that uh, Legend of Zelda um, feel to it, those older Zelda games. And so far, I mean, reviews look glowing about this game. So um, I really want to dip in there and check that out. Uh, But all right. Well, let's wrap it up there, guys. Uh, As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-E-R-K-T-U-R-C. Of course, go to his email, the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. So happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, we'll catch you later.